stand out for someone that you want to kind of share something that's blessed you so far overall? Apart from the food. I'm sorry I didn't bless you. We need to use our authority to serve. And because we sometimes we help people, they would want to push us up uh, into a position. We continue to climb down from the position and serve. Mm. Um, something that blessed me a lot was the difference between the world system and the kingdom system mm. and that God it's not in his heart to cut you off mm. the more you need him the less you're doing well the closer he gets you mm. um <coughs> I think it's uh, is anyone else first? I like how you didn't mention it, but it connects with the first teaching and mm. second. Mm. We're to lift people up so they mm. become more fruitful. Mm. We're not to rule over them, mm. to, like as a fruit, mm. but mm. we're to lift them up. Mm. And, and if they're not as they should be, mm. uh, like like you said, it's to clean their mess. It's not to cut mm. them off. That's good. It's mm. not to separate them from the community mm. but just to lift them up closer mm. Mm. Uh, main the the thing with that is that once the heart is right we might still need to correct some actions because some, then you just you have the right motivation, the right heart. But you don't know that what you're doing is wrong. But when you correct someone with the right heart, they, and they've got the right heart, but they're doing the wrong thing. They would easily receive that correction and move forward. And so it's a good gauge for us as well, a good test. If we get corrected on something we're doing and it's the wrong thing even though we've got the right heart, if we respond badly to that, it just reveals something that's in our hearts. <laughs> The right response to correction <coughs> should always be let, let me let me pray about that. Like maybe that's like something I've got to deal with. It should never bring condemnation, guilt or shame. If we respond with condemnation, guilt or shame, then it reveals that we're not we're not where we should be maturity-wise. Security-wise. 
me ndjenj faj dhe me dëni me tjere tjere do me thoj që ne nuk kemi pikurin që ne me ndonim që ishën Wonderful, so Go for it Okay, everything just comes back to relationship mm. Relationship with God and relationship with each mm. other mm. Family Very Per good. mu, ma, ma kujton, dhe ma sillë prapë të me zotin, mardhënje me njëri tjetërin Very, very good Someone else going once? Go for it. Um, I was again so impressed um, with Jesus having a big focus on his relationship with the Father. He continuously referred to his Father, mm. and as we spoke about the, the family of God. Mm. 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 And it, it again just reminded me about the ultimate father being God. Mm. Where like the best father would always want the best mm. for, for his family. Mm. And that concept is in no other religion. Mm. 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 Really yeah. 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 Mm. Uh, I was just completely impressed by the grace of God again today. That if we are no we have no fruits, he didn't cut us, mm. but he closed more clothes by his heart and That's it touched me so deeply. And also that Jesus cleans up our mess. Mm. Uh, I I for myself I would Uh, personal, I like I like to live a holy life. That's mm. it. But um, I just I have to just mm. to, to remind myself, uh, Jesus takes with unholy people. Yeah. Well, do you want to say that I don't have to judge to judge them mm. to judge them. Yes, yes, it's a great word. And just to have mercy for them. Mm. Mm. I have to have mercy for myself. Now, I think that, that's such, that's such a good point because we, as Christians, we are called to live holy. Because, yeah, we, we, we are holy in our spirit. But now, the world doesn't look at our spirit. <laughs> the world is looking at our life. They don't want to know that Jesus lives in you. They want to see Jesus coming out of you. And so it's important that we live holy. But again, it's a motivational thing. Holiness doesn't bring salvation. But holiness is a fruit of salvation. And what's, what's, what's often difficult for us as believers is we, 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 we're on this journey and we're living holy and we can get tempted to uh, uh, even get into pride about our holiness. Especially when we come into contact with someone who's not holy. Or We meet someone who's, who's a sinner and it's just a shock to our systems. <laughs> and, 
And it's like you, you, you struggle to, to even engage with them. Because they so, are so ungodly. And it amazes me that Jesus came to rescue sinners. John 3.16 For God so loved the world, He gave His only Son that whosoever believes in Him shouldn't perish but have everlasting life. Next verse He didn't come to condemn but to save. And so it's like for us as believers if as the Father has sent me so I send I you, Jesus says to us. We need to be going like Jesus went. Not condemning. Not saying to the, the like Jesus. I mean, he hung out with tax collectors. The worst of the worst. Amen. <laughs> he hung out with prostitutes. He hung out with all the riffraff. The bad people. <laughs> and, and yet, you don't find him ever saying, You've been a naughty boy. Yeah, he does say go and sin no more. But he never focuses on, on the sin. He's just loving. It's interesting when you read the Gospels that he really only, like the most rebukes that he ever dishes out is to the religious. <laughs> the people who think they're okay. The people who are self-righteous. And they have confidence in their ability. And so the grace of God, the grace of God, is saying that, uh, you know, uh, uh, you, your holiness is never going to be good enough. But Jesus is my holiness. And that, when you know that, then it causes you to live in that holiness. It's, it's, always, it's always refreshing and beautiful to, to focus in on that. Awesome. So, now we're going to have... Was there another hand first? No. Now we're just going to have a few people just sharing. Just for like... 10 minutes or so each, just to encourage us from... Uh, thank you. What, what, uh, uh, something that God's put on their heart. We'll start off with Alicia, who's the pastor here in Duris. And then uh, uh, we'll see who goes next. <laughs> Great, so come Alicia. Wonderful. So good to be here. I mean... Amen. I'm glad you didn't miss out on an awesome day. <laughs> I don't think there's anything better you could have done today. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Every time we church, we choose church. We church, we choose God. Because the church is God's answer for the world. And we need to have that attitude about church. When we, church, when we choose church, we choose God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So um, I wanted to share with you um, something that links to things that hinder us from growing. Uh, if I was to ask us who would like to grow, 
I'm sure all of us would put up. Mendoj që gjithë të ngreshëndorë, na po ja. Except Shane, he's tall enough. He never felt that tall in South Africa, but every time he comes, like, wow, you're tall. Saying nothing about Albanians. Yeah, but you know, sometimes even our desire to want to grow is not enough nuk është mëftueshëm and can become so frustrating in ministry dhe mund tjetë ka qasarusa dhe bezdisëse itself becomes the hindrance që vetë bot pengesa that stops us from seeing what god wants us to see që në ndalon që të shojmë çfarë zoti do që ne të shojmë and um, as i was meditating on this and as i look back over the last seven years ndërkohë që po meditoja dhe po shikoj po kthehem dhe shohim në 7 vite të fundit i realize i've not just grown nuk kam kuptuar që jo vetëm jam rritur in my capacity as a leader në kapacitetin tim së drejtuese as a mother si mama as a wife si një grua and every other role dhe rolën e tjera që u kanë but i feel like i've been completely transformed mendoj që jam transformuar totalisht and i keep on thinking and getting closer to what is the root of that. Dhe mundohem të kuptojë cilja është rënja e kësaj. And so today I want to share with you. So duhet të ndajmë ju. This key in my own personal life. Ky çelç në jetën time personale. That kept me from growing the way I wanted to. Që më kept me from kept me from growing the way I wanted to. Ma më ndaloj që të rritesh në mënyrë si un doja. And something that I believe I carry with me every season of my life. So Shane asked us before everybody came, before while this was all still happening. For everyone to pray and receive a vision. A picture. That God would later God would later reveal. And in all this time everybody's gathering together, everybody has a word and interpretation, people have many different things. And uh, I only had one the first time and never again. Which as a leader you feel a bit silly, are you not listening or hearing? And this was an image of a man, a person standing with a bow and arrow and um, the bullseye, is that what you call it? The target. Targeted. You know what that is, right? So the focus was very much on the arrow and the bullseye. And only once we were uh, Shane was here and we were in Kosovo, God gave me the interpretation. And suddenly the image changed. And it went from just the focus of the, the arrow and the bullseye, the target. I saw somebody come to stand by the person who's shooting. And they just took them on their shoulders. And as they move them slightly, I could clearly see that now that person will hit the target. And uh, today, I want to share with you that many times in ministry, we, um, a hindrance for myself personally, has been the fact that I don't allow leaders 
Fokusohemi ka shumë të, po bëj këtë gjo, kjo është mënyra se du të me bërë, po e bëj këshu. That sometimes we start, um, start doing things our way. Dhe ndo njëherë fillojmi bëjmë gjyrat në mënyrën tonë. Instead of submitting ourselves. Në vend që të përullemi. And saying, I need help. Dhe them kam në përpëndim. Or allowing that correction to happen. Ose të lejo atë korejim që të ndohë. Because I realized in that vision. E kuptova në të vizion. The person who was shooting and aiming. Persori që po, po, gjunë të shigjetën. Has good intentions in mind. Ka zemër në ka të mirë. However, Por, if he does not hit the target, nëse nuk e kapshin jestrën, what's the point? Cila është pika? Qa qënë cia e kapshin? Qa zemër ke? E mund gavëshin jestrën. We can build millions of churches. Mund të ndërtojmë një milion kisha. But if we're building a million bunkers, Por nëse të ndërtojmë një milion bunkera, Who are not fulfilling the call of God, Që nuk për përmbushin thire në përndis, It doesn't matter. Nuk ka rëndësi. And if we don't humble ourselves, ne nuk e vetën, and I realize this, e if I don't humble myself, nuk e vetën time, it doesn't matter what I shoot at. Nuk ka se po me shi, me të it misses the mark. E and so um, my encouragement uh, për ju, is that we should as leaders always position ourselves vetën, in a position of strength në një forca, with leaders who are above us me që janë bine, who are mentoring us që and keep a humble heart dhe të një zemër so that they can easily që thjesht, become the people who just move us a little bit që pak fare, so we may hit the target. Që ne ta shë Because this is God's heart. Se kjo është Zotit. I really believe God is a God of success. Zotit një Zotit suksesit. I really believe He likes it. I really believe it. Our definition of success needs redefinement. But God wants fruitfulness. He desires ministry to succeed. At the conference we were in in Kosovo, one of the statistics said that in the last 14 years, more Muslims are coming into Christian into the faith than in the 1,400 years before. That's incredible. Church is the answer. But for that to happen as leaders, we need to remain humble. Not just to God, because we can miss it, but to having that continuous leadership influence. In 1 Peter 5, verse 5 to 6, in verse 5 to 6, it says, Therefore, humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you at the proper time. And uh, from there we see that we humble ourselves, right? Uh, verse 6, sorry. Verse 6, sorry. 
We need to humble ourselves. Ne tuta problem vetën sa. Condition of the heart. Ash God does not humble us. Zoti nuk të përul. We humble ourselves. Ne përulim vetën. And this has been such a lesson for me. Ka qenë kaq leksion për mundsim. Such a lesson. Kaq mundsim për mua. As a, if I want to be a great leader. Nëse do të jemi drejtues i mirë, it does start with being humble. Now, I'm sure my leaders have sometimes felt like they're trying to move me in that direction, but it's taking so long. You know, and there's nothing wrong with saying, I'm sorry. And we all want to be the kind of servant leaders who do what Jesus does and wash his people feet. But we also come with our own packages of hurt. Previous programming. That God also wants to work through us. And heal those things. So my encouragement is. To humble yourself and continue moving forward. As God and leaders above you move you to hit the target. Why should we do this? My conclusion is in Acts 10, we see um, something really incredible as well. Um, for time's sake, I'm just going to, we know the story in Acts 10. Peter is on the roof and he sees the vision, right? About what? Food. Food, yes. Yeah, good. Uh, all kinds of weird animals. Uh, food, all kinds of weird, unholy things. And, uh, and God is showing him this vision. And says, eat. And as a leader, he says to God, I'm not going to. And God has to do that three times before he's in the right position. But because Peter was humble enough to engage in something so opposite to his culture, his vision, his ministry, and what he thought, it changed everything that followed. And of him saying yes to that. So um, that's what I wanted to share with you. And I'll pray for us. Father, I just thank you. I thank you, Father. That true biblical humbleness will always lead to godly exaltation. May we be known for leaders who are interested in building the kingdom of God and who see this in our generation and in the next generation and in the generation to come. Father, wherever there is anyone sitting here who realizes that they need to deal with this in their own heart, I first want to say welcome to the club. 
It's it's okay. Okay, je me dit tu. But I want to also give you permission. To let it go. Because whatever we're holding on to, whatever the vision and ministry and whatever it is, it's nothing compared to humbling ourselves and seeing what God wants to do. Thank you, Father. Amen. Thank you, Alicia. Can you check outside if Marna and the boys are on the street? Who wants to go next? Anybody got something? Come chat. I can't translate of course. Oh, that's good. <laughs> so I just have my heart to uh, encourage us. you are. That although we uh, we minister to people, maybe you may be standing at a pulpit or you're leading a group. And some people think we float in the air. Because we're leaders. We all have normal life. And we have normal life pressures. And uh, giving in to those pressures can really hinder us uh, in ministry. Different pressures can be your to-do list. People that you need to see. What people say about you. Finances. Circumstances. Things you're praying for not working out. But you all have pressure. And if we allow, if we allow that pressure... Uh, to influence our hearts, it's going to take away. It's going to take away from us ministering to other people. I was uh, I was in a situation where I had lots of pressure, and I was uh, using the right scriptures in Philippians four verse six. To re- to um, Submit my request to God and pray and, you know, God, you need to help me with this and that and this. So emotionally, my focus didn't feel to minister to someone else. In that afternoon, Johan and I had a scheduled uh, outreach planned. And I failed to tell him I'm not going. <laughs> while I was praying about my needs, I thought, what is God concerned about right now? And it helped me to zoom out from my pressure. And suddenly I could see that God could easily solve my problems because he is concerned about getting people saved into the knowledge of the truth. So I decided to go in the outreach and put my cares aside. And we could minister to people and people got born again. 
So the reason why I could put my cares aside was was because I understood who was living on the inside of me. As it says in 2 Corinthians 5:21, Jesus was made sin for us so that we might become the righteousness of God. But that righteousness is not just something which God has given me. It, I've got that righteousness because he lives in me. He is And if you understand what's on the inside of you, that the power inside of you is stronger than the pressures on the outside, it will help you to easily overcome. In uh, 1 Corinthians 6.17 it says that we, um, he that is joined unto the Lord is one spirit with him. And a, a way for me to understand how I became one with God is an example if you have a bucket of water and a drop of water. If that drop of water drops into the bucket of water, that drop is part of the bucket of part of the water in the bucket. I'm in there, but you can't see you can't see my drop. I'm just part of. So the way I'm one with God is I'm, just, I'm part of Him. He's part of me. In my spirit, I'm one with Him. So as it says in Galatians 2.20 that I'm crucified with Christ and Christ now lives in me. I can uh, withstand the pressure from the world. And John 16.33 it says These things I have spoken unto you that in me you might have peace. In the world you shall have tribulation but be of good cheer I have overcome the world. Jag kan sälta göra sig att kini pachen numman, na båt då ta kini mundime, för mer ni zemer unen munda båten. So Jesus said we will have pressure. Ne då kini pression. But we with we with our focus can choose if the pressure is pressuring us or if we are pressuring back. Por ne zielim, apo na apo lejem që presionet na presion na bëme presion, apo po kthemi prap presionet me presion. Jesus didn't say, these things I have spoken unto you, that you might have happiness. <laughs> but he said, peace. So we can have peace despite, despite negative circumstances. So in conclusion, there's no outside pressure that can crush you. Because you're one with God. Think about this, when Jesus rose from the grave, the devil and all his demons could not crush Jesus. And you've got that same Jesus. Amen. 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 Hello everyone. It is so good to be here today. And it is so good to talk about this Jesus that has saved my life, that has changed me, and that has made me a new creature. creature. 
The moment you receive Jesus, momentin që ti panoni Jezusin, you become one with him. Ti bosh një me ata. I am one. Unë jam një. You are one. Ti e një. We all are part of him. Ne jemi gjithë pjesa ti. Amen. Amen. We are the body of Christ. Ne jemi trupi i Krishtit. And it is so beautiful to know that është kaq e bukur që të di këtë gjë. If we are the body of Christ, nëse ne jemi trupi i Krishtit, We can help each other. Ne mund të ndihmojmë njëri tjetrin. We can build each other. Mund të ndërtojmë njëri tjetrin. We can encourage one another. Ne mund të inkurajojmë njëri tjetrin. And we are just one with him. Ne jemi një me ata. Just the last thing I wanted to say. Gjë fundi që unë do të them. When Jesus created the earth. Kur Zoti Jesus i krijoi botën. He created everything. Ai krijoi gjithçka. But after he created everything. Mbasi ai krijoi gjithçka. He made men. Ai krijoi njerëzimin. He made you and he made me. Ai të ka krijuar ty e më ka krijuar mua. So that we can live in this world that he made. Që ne të jetojmë këtë botë që e ka krijuar. So what I wanted to say today. Çfarë do të them sot? Nobody else has created this world. Askush tjetër se ka krijuar këtë botë. Jesus Christ is the King of Kings. Jesus Christ is breathing breath over. He is the Lord of Lords. I am Zoti Zotave. His name is to be exalted above every other God. Emri ati të shpërtu ngritur lartë bi çdo zot tjetër. His name is Jesus. I am Zoti Jesus. He is the King of Kings. I am breathing breath over. And he is the Lord of Lords. I am Zoti Zotave. And when I hear the message today, kura unë ngjoj mesazhin sot, that my fellow Uh, pastors are bringing I'm just adding this to what they are saying God so loved this world that he gave his only begotten son so that whosoever believe in him shall not perish but have everlasting life isn't that awesome he didn't leave us alone he didn't think that you will be alone he was going to send a comforter and the comforter is here today to lead us into all truth që të nadrejtojë në çdo të vërtet. And that is what the word of God is doing. Dhe këtë po bën fjala e përëndisë. Leading us into all truth. Po nadrejtojë në çdo të vërtet. If we allow ourselves to be led. Nëse lejojmë vetën që drejtohemi nga We make the choice to be led. E bëjmë zgjedhjen që të nadrejtojmë. As children of God. Si bijët e përëndisë. So we are the perfect image of God. Që ti jemi imazhi perfekt ti. He made us into his image. Të bërni imazhin e tij. We might not look the same. Ndoshta nuk dukemi një lloj. But he made us in his image. Bajna bërin e imazhin e tij. We are sons and daughters of the King of Kings. Ne jemi bijë dhe bijat e mbretit të madh. Hallelujah. Amen. I just want to say this today. Do të them këtë sot? Keep on doing what you are doing. Vazhdo bëj atë që ti po bën. Keep on listening. Vazhdo ndjo keeping keep on allowing yourself to be changed and to be molded the way God wants you to and don't ignore the message of today don't ignore the message of today God bless you awesome um I think one of the the blessings and the the, the things that stand out for me is we've got one, two, three, four, 
five pastors. Um, by function, not by title. That came all the way from South Africa. To be here today and be part of what God is doing in Albania. So even though this room might uh, look small and, and empty. Jesus only needed 12 to change the, the course of history. Amen. And so I'm super expectant for what God is doing and going to be doing in all of our lives and Amen. through the time we're going to be here and uh, after us leaving even. I wanted to encourage us. Um, think about the question, when did you choose Jesus? When did you choose to follow Christ? And I'm asking the question not because I, I, it's actually a trick question. Because oftentimes we fall into the, the mindset of this is the day I chose to, I chose Christ or this is the day I, I said yes to Jesus. And it's good, it's good and it's uh, good to remember that day. More importantly, that day wasn't about you choosing Jesus to follow him as much as it is. You responding to him choosing you. Because if you're going to live your life based on the day you chose Jesus. You're going to be like Peter. Before Pentecost. Where he was bragging about his love for Christ. I will never forsake him. He'll, he'll never abandon him. And then he denied knowing Christ three times before his death. And so we, we spent some time in John chapter 15. And I just want to go there for a moment again. Just uh, singling out one verse. Verse 16. John 60, or John uh, chapter 15, verse 16 from the Passion Translation says, You didn't choose me, but I've chosen you and commissioned you to go into the world and to bear fruit. Fruit that will last. Because whatever you ask me of my Father, for my sake, he will give unto you. So the essence then, the basis for fruit bearing is him choosing us. In verse 5 he says that abide in me, stay in me. And Shane talked about this. Because without me you can do nothing. And it's important to realize that as Shane has ministered as well and all of the other the, the leaders. It always starts with relationship with God. Relationship with his body. Amen. And understanding that there's a world to be reached. To draw into his body. To draw into his family. But we need to continually come back 
to this foundation. We did not choose him as much as he chose us. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 4. I'll close with this. This is our purpose and we'll talk more about purpose over the weekend. Ephesians 1 verse 4. According as he has chosen us. In him before the foundation of the world. I'll finish. That we should be holy and without blame before him in love. Having predestined us unto adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself according to the good pleasure of his will. So from the beginning of time, God's desire has been family. For the whole world to know him. And he is love. He is salvation. Our purpose is in him. Without him there is no purpose. Without him there is no peace. Without him there is no love. Without him there is no fulfillment. And this is the Christian life. To know him. To know his love for us. That he's chosen us. But not just us. Everyone out there. Your Muslim friends. Your atheist friends. Every other person who has not yet responded to Christ. He's chosen them as well. And we get to go and represent Christ to them. And tell them that they too have been chosen to experience his love. Amen. Amen. Claudia is the only one who gets to speak the whole day. Used to it. Uh. <laughs> we all have our calling, don't we? <laughs> and our gifting. Amen. Amen. Yesterday I was walking in the in the streets here. And there was a, a guy from Albania and he asked me and uh, and, and Shane. He says, why all the South Africans in Dures? He said, he even heard there's South, South Africans, they want citizenship, they want to become Albanian. He said, and all the Albanians want to get out of Albania. He said, and all the Albanians are angry. <laughs> They're unhappy. <laughs> but the South Africans, they look happy. <laughs> and you know why? It's because the South Africans that he's seen have Jesus in them. It's not about money and cars. Not about girls and relationships. It's about the good news of Jesus. I want to share with you quickly 1 Thessalonians 5. Uh, verse 11. And if you think about it, it was written to a church not far from here. So uh, I see we read one verse, me and then you. Verse 11. Wherefore, comfort yourselves together and edify one another, even as also you do. And that's what we're doing today. 
We're comforting ourselves together. We're edifying, we're building up each other. Not just those who speak. Here from the front. But all of us together. Then it says in verse 12. And we beseech you, brethren, to know them which labor among you and are over you in the Lord and admonish you. And that's a summary for me of today. Because we're doing the same work. We're serving the same king. We're of the same father's business. And this, this, uh, this, um, this letter by Paul says that we must know each other. We must work together. And it also speaks about the leadership we have in the Lord. Amen. Amen. Verse 13 says, And to esteem them very highly in love for their works sake. And be at peace among yourselves. At Christians in South Africa, we have the luxury of fighting and disagreeing about small things. And it's very sad. In Albania, we don't have that luxury. We are to work together. We are to be at peace among ourselves. Not for who we are, but for what we do. Because the verse says it's about the work that we honor people. Not like my friend said about the cars and the girls. Or about money or working in Germany. That's how the world honors. But we honor those who lay down their lives for Christ. Because that's the ones who do the will of God. 1 Timothy 2.4 says... God wants all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. That's our purpose. That's worship. John 10.5 says that you will by no means follow a stranger, but flee from him, for they do not know the voice of strangers. So we need to be known of the people that we're reaching. Because they will not follow strangers. That means we're not called to just speak on YouTube. Or Instagram. We must get with the people. We must get our hands dirty. So that their feet can be clean. And when Shane shared about the mask, if we have a mask that's dirty behind, it's going to stink. So we can just as well let people open up so we can clean their mess so they can be clean. Amen. Acts 2.44 I really feel this strong on my heart for us today. It says, and all that believed were together and had all things in common. If you believe, you can be together. 
Even if there's small disagreements in how we believe. If we believe Jesus is the Lord and Savior, then we must be together. Our house divided will not stand. We are called to reach out with the glorious gospel of grace. We are called to support. We are called to love because he first loved us. We are called to stand. We are called to love. But that can bring pressure. But John 15, 12, Jesus gives us the answer. It's the source of love. He says, this is my commandment that you love one another just as I have loved you. So if you've not been loved by Jesus or receiving his love, you have nothing to give. You're going to run dry. You're going to go home. You're going to look for a job in Germany. You're going to look for money. And you're going to be unhappy. Because only God can satisfy. God is love. That's why he puts the solitary in families. And we traveled for 30 hours. <laughs> we went to Switzerland twice to get here. <laughs> Via Italy. Wasn't planned. <laughs> but we came to visit family. We need an interpreter to communicate. But we're still family. Because we're one spirit. The spirit of Christ. And we need to know like John. We need to know like John. That it's Jesus' love for me. Not my love for him. That brings strength. Peter, my namesake. Said, I love Jesus. And John said, Jesus loves me. Who was next to the cross? When Jesus needed them. The one who said, God loves me. That's true strength. John 13.35 says, By this shall all men know that you are my disciples, if you have love one to another. Not yet you understand all the world or all the word. If you have all the revelation, know if you love. And we need to show that. Something that blessed me recently is a verse we use often but I think we used it wrong. Hebrews 4.16 I'm going to read it for us. It says, Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. So what happens is we go to God when we need help for ourselves. But this says we can go to God 
Ne mund shkon të Zoti. When others need help. Kur tjerët kanë nevojë për ndihmë. So when there's a time of need, doesn't mean I need. But maybe there's some of the people I lead. Maybe some of the people I'm reaching. Maybe some of the people I want to reach. So again, it's not on our strength that we reach them. It's not our news. It's his news. It's not our power. It's his power. It's not my grace. It's his grace. It's not always for me. But it's mostly through me. Because it's more blessed to give than to receive. Amen. I'm closing with 1 Corinthians 13, 7. And I'll just quote this because it's the Passion Translation. It says, love is a safe place of shelter. 1 Corinthians 13, 7. 1 Corinthians 13, 7. Love never takes failure as defeat and it never gives up. Love never takes failure as defeat and it never gives up. And I believe that's for someone here today. You've been thinking about giving up. Because it's not working. Not working fast enough. And you told God it must get better. You said, God, I cannot. I don't want to anymore. That's your love. It's time to switch to God's love. Because when we are weak, He is strong. And He is strong not for us only, but he wants to be strong through us. If we give up, who's going to do it? If we stop, who will tell them? If we go home, who's going to love them? If the church doesn't do it, the Muslims will. There's a fight. And it's not flesh and blood. Therefore, our weapons is not flesh and blood. It's spiritual. It's godly. It's power. It's love. My friend from Holland, I just felt a word for you. And if you allow me, I want to share it with you. I just felt God say, you sweeping with a broom. And you can be cleaning with a vacuum machine. There's something in there for you. He is so proud of you. He's cheering you on. I think you must just switch on some switch. I don't know what that is exactly. God knows. And he wants you. I see you dancing with that vacuum machine. I see God restoring your first love. I see what you dreamed of. Only being the seed of what God's going to do. I see your faithfulness. And God honors you. But God wants you to know. 
Zoti, don't you tadish? That he loves you. Not for what you do. Not for what you've sacrificed, even though it was a lot. Where Shane started this morning. God loves you. God is well pleased in you. God holds you close. God cheers you on. You are never alone. Amen. Karen, a word for you. Karen, I see a rainbow flower. Which speaks of covenant. Which speaks of good news. That is starting to blossom on the inside of you. And God says, you take the reins. And it's as if you can determine how much of that rainbow you're going to let out. You might have thought that you came here to support Johan. God is much more. God has put something in you that Albania hasn't seen before. There's a talent, there's creativity in you that is not just going to be physical but it's going to impact the ministry in this place. It's going to be like wrapping a gift. And God has called you to make it beautiful. It is in you. And God wants it out. Amen. Can I pray for us? Colossians 1.23 says, If you continue in the faith, grounded and settled, be not moved away from the hope of the gospel, which you've heard, and which is preached to every creature, wherefore we are ministers, servants, foot washers, Lord, show us there's nothing else. There's nothing more than the gospel. Thank you, Father, for your spirit that you gave us not only the good news, but the power of the spirit. And like your disciples had to wait to be encouraged and empowered by the Spirit before they went out into the world. So let us not try and do this. This glorious work, this precious work, this powerful work that has the, the power to save of sharing the gospel with those who have not yet heard those who have not yet decided those who have not yet been saved without the power of your spirit let us not be so full of ourselves that we think we can do this by ourselves. We are to co-labor 
with you, with Christ, with your spirit, your message, not ours, your power, not ours, your plans, not ours, your will, not ours, your love, not ours. Amen. Amen. Wonderful. Let's uh, take a five minute or just a few minute break. We'll call you back in uh, five or ten minutes. Uh.